This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome again to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week to discuss the names, the games, the wins, the draws, the losses from this week in ITFC history, accompanied as always by the renegade stat man. How are you, Dave? I'm great, you? Yeah, I am good. Yeah, I've just got, I've just got, um, I won't, spoiler alert, I've, I can see Ben in the other screen who's, who's recording it, listeners and watchers. Do you think, quite, quite do you funny. think he is probably the second best looking man on the pod after myself? Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Well, I think, I think Harry's quite, quite attractive personally. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mikey. In oh, fact, well, everybody well, other than you, really. Yeah, fine. I can take that. It's fine. Fine. But You're as I'm the as I'm, I'm the most bit... as I'm the most knowledgeable, doesn't really matter, does it? I'm only being a bit harsh because it's a Thursday night and we're recording the the pod on a Thursday, not the Tuesday night, because you were out. I like I to was use out. the word gallivanting. I was out gallivanting. Yeah, I was playing in a I was playing in a corporate golf day down in Dorset. Probably, <sighs> I've got to say, for the golf yeah. for the golf <laughs> fans out there, for the golf fans out there, probably best golf course i've ever played in this country i know it doesn't mean anything to you guys but remedy oak it's called near wimborne in dorset unbelievable but there you go as as um, winston churchill famously said yes, um, it's I a good it's, walk i, I know what he said i know i know it's mark twain before anybody starts sending me yeah. messages but stat where are we going first let's go because you don't have well, dinner we haven't had me dinner it's, it's just a standard thing now when we record the pod uh we're going back to 1971-72 it's the 7th of September. I double-checked. It's a half-seven kickoff. I didn't want you to be funny and say it was 7.45. So it's when we had a half-seven kickoff back in the Portman Road days. Uh, Bobby Robson in the home dugout. Franco yep. Farrell was in the away dugout, manager of Manchester United. Okay. We just played Manchester United on the Saturday at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. We lost 1-0. Playing them again two days later, three days later. In the old League Cup, let me guess. League Cup. Yeah, so let me just uh, set, set the scene. Set it. Um, we were 14th in Division 1. So, what was it, 20 teams in the league then? 
2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, so middle table. And uh, Manchester United were, were fourth. Twenty-eight thousand one hundred and forty-three fans turned up, so a, a, a big match. Yeah, there's some names down here you might realise why. You know, we've got a big bumper crowd for a what was a League Cup game, early rounds of the League Cup game. Do you want me to go through the town team? Go through the town team, Stack. Go on. Uh, Leon Best, Grandad, David Best was in goal. Yeah, without question, yeah. Jeff Hammond, who yeah. is is linked to some town player, isn't he? He's Wright's Richard Wright's father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Colin Harper. Bobby Bell. Colin Harper sadly died just yeah. this year, didn't he? Sad. Yeah. Great yeah. Bobby player. Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter Morris. Player. Yeah. He sounds like someone my dad would have worked with. Diesel, they used to call yeah. him. Diesel. Yeah. Well, why was that? Because he never stopped. He used to run like that, like a diesel. Oh. So, and this is probably for this midfield. Is probably the days where you had four star and two star petrol as well. Indeed, it probably was. Not that I know a lot about that back then, but only thing interested me remotely petrol wise was collecting the little coins when your dad filled up with two star or three star, whatever it was. What, were these World Cup coins? Or oh, any? yeah. 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 And, and the Football League badges. Do you remember the Football League badges? You yeah. probably wouldn't, but yeah, yeah. And those as well. And your sister's favourite player, Jimmy Robertson? Jimmy Robertson. She, he was indeed. But however, I can remember going to this game. With my mum and my dad. It was a family. Never went, ever went to football. Only once with my sister. Yes, for Jimmy Robertson. But obviously on the other side was not Bobby Charlton, before you say it. None other than the great Alex Stepney. <laughs> it was none other than the great George Best. George my Best. Goodness uh, me. Footballing God. Um, and he was. He certainly was that night. This stat is a really, it's a really great game you picked there. This is a seminal game in Ipswich history it really is because of the the after the, the repercussions after the game and what happened yeah after the game and the very next day was that what the, the repercussions after the game you stopped late and the, the chip shop was closed <laughs> you mean or stuff like that you couldn't obviously that yeah obviously that yeah, well, let, yeah. let me let me finish the team so we had um your sister's favorite uh Derek yep. Jefferson yeah um Mick Mills do you want to talk about what position he was playing in most people would see him as a fullback no, Mick Mills was certainly playing midfield then because you'd have had Jeff Hammond at right back and Colin Harper at left back. So Mills would have been certainly in midfield, in, uh, somewhere along the midfield. Go to the top of the class, Mr. Diamond. Um, we had Frank Clark. You're probably mm-hmm. telling me that he was the brother of Leeds's Alan Clark. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going to never gonna tell you that. Also no. brother of Wayne Clark as well, I believe. Clark oh. with an E, of course. Not to be, con- not to be confused with the Forest left back without an E. And who became the Forest manager? He did. He did. And we had um, Mick Hill, more of Mick later. Yeah. And uh, Johnny Miller uh, yeah, again. was in the 11. But yeah, the... again, those two, I mean, we're looking what, 40, Christ, 45, 46, 7, my God, <laughs> hang on, 47 years ago, Christ almighty. Um, and both those in recent years have died. Mick Hill's gone, Johnny Miller, I think, in recent years as well, yeah, passed on. Yeah. Now you're going to have to help me with the United team because I oh, kind cool. of with my limited knowledge knew a few of the players so I'll tell you who I knew yeah Alex Stepney yeah Brian Kidd yeah uh Bobby Charlton yeah yeah the, the second Jackie, best Jackie, brother Jack, Jackie Charlton's brother yeah yeah big Jack yeah good old big Jack um George Best as you mentioned and that was it so the other names and you can tell me what their first mm-hmm. names are so we've got Dunn Richard, Tony, Richard, yeah, Tony Dunn. So again, played two or three years, or three years before 1968, 
in as part of the um, European Cup winning first English team to win the European Cup. Manchester United won the European Cup. I've never heard that before. Their fans don't go on about them being the first <laughs> English team. English team, because Celtic yeah. won it the year before, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, James? Uh, Unless that's his first David, name. David, David James. I think that was. I think his name was Steve James. Yeah, Steve James. I've not really a regular, I'd say. Morgan? Where's Willie Morgan. Right, right wing, right wing. Willie, yeah. Willie Morgan, yeah. And Aston. I want to say Merrifield. Aston. <laughs> or whichever one is in. That was Which that was one? that was John Aston, a very tricky winger who again played in the European Cup final, I believe, left United and went to play for Luton, I believe, in the sort of seventies, uh, later on, um in that yeah, certainly mid mid to late seventies, play for Luton Town, yeah. Before we talk about the game, and I don't know how old you were there, 71, you were about 35 or something like that. Can you remember the whole thing about George Best? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, the hype. Um, So just getting back to the manager. So Frank O'Farrell, I think, was probably, well, he replaced, I'm pretty sure it's Frank O'Farrell that initially replaced Matt Busby. And I've got a feeling even Matt Busby, after O'Farrell was sacked, and I'm pretty sure that season may have even come back for a stint. And then the final, the final straw with Best, um, he fell out big time. Who replaced, eventually replaced Buzzard is of course um, Tommy Doherty, and that's who Best had fallen out with. I'm pretty sure round about this time, Best had already stopped playing football for a bit, but was persuaded to go back, was persuaded to go back and play again. And I've got a feeling this was one of his perhaps first, I don't know whether one of his first games he'd actually played that season. And obviously it's nine. I can't remember. There's no tele. There's no television evidence of this game and stuff like that. But and it's all hazy. But all I know is he just absolutely. I think we went. Well, you go through the goals. I think yeah. we went one up. I seem to vaguely remember. So do you like my new notes where I've done little sort of flashes now? So for the first flash you. we've got no, is goal. And I kind <laughs> of wanted to do it a oh. bit like Radio Orwell used to do. You know, goal action. Charles Collins, the Aussie guy used to. Oh, before that, Brian Knights used to do it. But do you remember, you used to listen to it. So, you know, not very old, maybe 12 or 13. Parents wouldn't allow me to go to an away game. So you'd be yeah. listening to Radio Orwell, 257 and 275 Radio cut, Orwell. Cut to the goals. They'd play some music and then next thing they'd be like, they'd play that music and you'd be like, oh, what's going on? And you could always tell before the commentator actually spoke whether we'd scored or not, depending on whether we were home or away and the, 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 the volume. Um, but yeah, so if you were at home watching this game, goal action comes in, going across to Portman Road, and there's a big cheer. Your sister's favourite. Was he a bit of a looker then? Jimmy Robinson, yeah. He's a bit, yeah, yeah, it was a big signing for town. Yeah, big signing. Tell you, I've tell you got a very soft spot for Jimmy Robinson. It's, um, it's Daryl Jones. I think that was his first, um, that was his first hero. Yeah. First ICFC. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, you're right about there being no TV evidence. So I'm, I'm relying on, on your knowledge. So my notes have put goal Robertson. Can't find any articles on this. Uh, I can't. All I remember, I know best scored. I think best scored twice. One quite ridiculous goal. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me about the Robertson goal. What were you doing? I was obviously watching the game, but I can't really, I can't for once. I cannot recall the goal. Funny enough from 47 years ago. I can't quite, remember it but i know i remember you went one here you must remember come on it's only 47 years ago were you in the posh seats were you on cushions no i was thinking i was probably standing on a little stool somewhere in front of the um probably in the new the new stand which is only about three or four weeks old of course the point were you you too posh to stand on a crate then you had to have a stool 
or stall a crate, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, a crate, yeah. you know, crate was standard, but if you had yeah, your own yeah. special stall. No, 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 it would have been a plastic crate, maybe, yeah, I seem to remember, yeah. Or even a box, I seem to remember. Not no, cardboard, not but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a bit so, right. Town take, take the lead. Uh, Jimmy Robertson somehow puts Town in, in front in, on the eighth minute. Um, and then uh, there's a goal for uh, um, Manchester United. Uh, Harper brings down Kidd. Yeah. Don't know any more than that. Yeah. And Morgan steps up and sticks the penalty away. Willie Morgan sticks the penalty away. Willie Morgan went on to play for Latterly, went left United, went on to play for Bolton. I'm pretty sure Willie Morgan played in the Worthington ridiculous goal game against us in 79, I think. Definitely so when did. you're saying the ridiculous goal, that's when Frank Worthington beat about three, four players and did a little chip over his shoulder. One we did, he did one where he juggled it over his shoulder and turned and volleyed, yeah. Yeah. Was that goal of the season? I'm pretty sure it must have been, I think. Not yeah. not on Match of the Day, but on uh, independent TV, wherever they, yeah, whatever it was there. Definitely. And then I've put down the notes down here that uh, turns into the George Best show, according to the articles that, that I've seen. And you're right, he scores two goals. He scores the, the United take the lead in the 37th minute, and he basically effectively kills the tie off just before half time in the 43rd minute. So the two goals that I've got, I think his first one. I think he's... He, do you remember the goal? It was one, I'm pretty sure, when he was sort of like almost hit it in. He'd, he'd beaten like two or three players and like fell over, yet still put it in. Is that? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got notes. He was lying <laughs> on the ground and he knocks in his own rebound after the, the header came off the bar. He could do anything, that boy. He could do anything, yeah. And then obviously yeah. he scored 43rd minute. So we, we go into the second half. Town, town don't score at well, all. Going back to this, I did, I did, I do do a little bit. You could do your pristine notes but I did a little bit more digging and I thought god you know why were the crowd so you know anti-Robson one because as, as you, you quite I think you mentioned right at the start he, he, he um Mick Hill as you mentioned at the start was yeah. a real crowd favorite uh front player um and I think as I think you said they substituted Mick Hill so that got the you know yeah, that, Brian that, Hamilton came on <laughs> yeah Brian Hamilton a very a, a new signing very early in his Ipswich very early in his Ipswich um in his, uh, you know, in his Ipswich career. However, um, although we did score a penalty that night, this was penalty. our a penalty. Sorry, this was our sixth game of the season. We'd scored three goals, and I was at this game as well. We beat Coventry three-one. Second game of the season. Um, <laughs> uh, so five of those other games we didn't score. Four of those games were nil-nil. And I did a bit of checking from the season before, and the last two games of the previous season were nil-nil. So. From the last two games of the previous season, for the first six games, eight in total, six were nil-nil. <laughs> so the wow. crowd was the crowd was getting fairly um, fairly restless and um, obviously um, hankering after a um, hankering after a, a goal scorer. And look, best absolutely ruined us that 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 night. You know, absolutely destroyed us. And I've seen Robson's book. You know, I know you've read his book, his first book, that Time on the Grass book, where he said the crowd really didn't didn't see it, but George, it was George Best was a difference his genius no one could have lived with him that night probably one of his last great games for man united probably so um imagine um that robson very very alarmed went home you know obviously just saying well you know best all on another level got the call the next morning say you know can you come and uh, meet the board to which he i think said to his wife it's happened again you know happened at fulham look be prepared i think i'm going turned up to the board meeting to which um as, as word has it, John Cobbold stands up and says, right, uh, Bobby, first of all, I'd like to apologise for um, 
the behaviour of the crowd and his attitude towards you last night. And um, <clears throat> by the way, um, you mentioned that you needed a new centre half and sanction on something like sixty, which was a lot of money then for Ipswich, sixty, seventy thousand. And again, talk about a seminal moment to go and buy Alan Hunter from Blackburn, um, which he did two or three days later. Um, I think Bobby Bell, who you mentioned, who started, went went the other way, some some sort of like player exchange. Um, so yeah, real. When you look at that, what a critical moment uh, and a real turning point in um, in air, yeah, great in in ITFC history, arguably. Well, no, not arguably, it is, isn't it? Incredible. And Hunter obviously became the cornerstone of the town defence. Him and Beatty until Butcher and Osmond came. What seven, eight seasons later? Yeah, and I mean. I mean, 28,000 people were there, and I guess that there was the George Best uh, uh, effect that they wanted to come and see probably the greatest player who was playing at, at, at oh, the time. Yeah. Um, but, so he, but he still had a, a big backing of the, of the fans, but clearly the fans were not, not happy that, like you say, that Mick Hill went off. I think it's um, what it was. I think it was genuine. I, I, I don't think so. Robson had been there now, what, three seasons? When did he come? 69, 69, 70, 71, two, two and a bit seasons. I don't think the fans could see much progress. Funnily enough, you mentioned Franco Farrow, who's a Man U manager. He was, before they got to Robson, he was one that I think they offered the job to, and they, he turned it down. By then, obviously, he didn't turn it down for Man U. I think he was somewhere like, preferred to start Torquay or some, even where he was then, you know. maybe. I kind of want to say Northampton or something, but I could no, be No, no, I think Franco Farrow, I'm pretty sure, was, I'm pretty sure was Torquay, something like that. But, um... So that's that's a bit odd in itself. Um, just just another side, you know, for the rest of that um, for the rest of that competition. Obviously, town knocked out. I, I didn't really see how far Man U went, but that's a good story. Stoke won the League Cup that year, beat Chelsea two one at Wembley, and it was their first ever major trophy. Wow, <clears throat> Stoke City, yeah. Um, I've got the the program here. I used to love, just can remember those six six. Hey, there you go. Six pence. Um, can you remember, just a, as another question, so you can remember the program, how much did it cost to match day admission to get in? Wow. Do you know? Do you I know? do know, yeah. <laughs> so if the program was... The program was six pence. Let's try and do it now, inflation. So the program was six pence. So the program's now three quid. What's the cheapest seat for an adult? 20, is it? I don't know. So um program six pence. 50p? Cool. I, fans would have loved 50 pence. It was 90 pence. 90 pence, yeah. 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 Um, the the programme, there's nothing really exciting in it. There's a little bit of, you know, the old Mick McNeil um, oh, advert. Did they have the Football League review attached to it? Well, I was going to get to that. Yeah, so <laughs> for, for those fans who don't, don't realise, there used to be a, a sort yes. of another programme in the middle called that the Football like League Review. The previous season's FA Cup final Arsenal player. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Any advert stat? Give us an um, advert. One thing that, that jumped out at me was the sporting farmer. Yeah. Okay. Then went yeah. on to become the... <laughs> well, they've just pulled down. Yeah. The pub they've just pulled down on Princess yeah. Street. Yeah. Um, it says, after the game, drummer kick mon- off... Drummer monkey. Drummer monkey is here. After the game, kick off, which I like what they did there, to a good evening. And then that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. After the game, kick off to a good evening at the Sporting Farmer. But we've got yeah. two cinemas. We had two cinemas in Ipswich then. The Gomon uh, and the Odeon. We had three because we had the ABC as well. For sure. For sure. Well, it's, it says in the program. Well, I'm questioning. We did have three, believe me. Yeah, go on. Um, what so, was showing? Showing all week uh, at the Gomon was Clint Eastwood and Shirley MacLaine in... Um, a, um, a Mule for Sister Sarah. 
Well, uh, that must have been the sequel because it was two two mules for for Sister Sarah. So I'll give you <laughs> five points for that. Okay. Um, and at the Odeon, yeah. um, you had Oliver Reed starred in uh, a film, a classic war film. Oliver Reed in a classic war film. Yeah, I think he even sang in it. And some people say that he was actually Benjamin Bloom's inspiration. For Oliver this film. Reed. The, Oliver the Reed. Pissed up. Um, no, I don't know that one. Give you a clue. Well, actually, I'm going to have to mention the big elephant in the room. Oh, it's um, um, the one where he takes the, um, the elephant across the, the, across the Alps, isn't it? Isn't Hannib- it um, Hannibal Brooks. Hannibal Brooks. Yeah, great film. I haven't seen that for yeah. ages. Great um, there's, a, as, you know, the standard advert for <laughs> cigarettes, um, which I always like. At last, taste in a tip cigarette at 20 and a half pence. Brilliant. Brilliant. Park drive. Brilliant. Um, some more, some more stats. There's an advert for the Ipswich Greyhound Stadium. Did you ever go there? I certainly did. Well, um, I tell you what, you could buy anything at the Ipswich Greyhound Stadium. Literally anything. And I'm not talking substances or you know, watch any, any, yeah, watches uh, anything, mate. Yeah. Um, Interesting gray, place. Grey green coaches. The Royal George Hotel on Colchester Road. Have you ever heard of that? Is it, is, it, is it still a hotel, is it? Can he stay at the Royal George? Can't believe he can stay at the Royal George, can he still? You, you, you could have done it in 1971 if you wanted to. If you wanted um, to. And then my favourite advert is at the back, and mm. it's it's pretty simple. There's no, there's only a few words, and it says, after the match, serious beer men know Tolly <laughs> is different. <laughs> Classic. Is, have, you got a, um, have you got a mascot? No I mean, mascot. They have mascots then. No. no, but we no, have no. another program coming up in another game where there is a mascot, and we are going to find the mascot this year, Dave. So we're going to move on now. Go on. So it's uh, 2000, 2001. So a lot of our younger listeners are suddenly going to ears are going to be pricking up and thinking, oh, I, I know a little bit about this game. Ben will, ben will be listening to this one. Yeah. Ben will love this game. Um, I'm, no, I'm yeah. hoping at some point he might know a, a little bit about this game that he, he can't help himself but actually come in and 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 speak so it's the the 9th of september 2000 george burley we're in the premier league um going in with a record of 1-1 drawn one lost one um and john gregory is in the opposition dugout it's aston villa uh town were uh had lost midweek away to leicester city Mm. and just just to let you know it was our favorite referee uh, andy derso is is um referee in the game so town line up in a 5-3-2 formation right in goal Wilnerson Clapham as your your wing backs uh Bramble Venus and Horidison I mean a great three in the middle the classic there. the classic yeah. formation go on yeah Holland on. uh Magilton <laughs> Scowcroft was making his first start of the season in place of Stewart um yeah. Johnson who obviously on his day was was better than Marcus Stewart started we, we and Jermaine Wright, we, we spoke about him what last week. You, you um, don't, until you hear that side, I mean, obviously we, we remember it, but what? Just, just ridiculous side. It's just ridiculous. How the hell did we not go up? How do we not romp the league by about 10 points for Christ's sake? What a side. What a Unreal. side. Well, yeah. uh, opposition for Villa, and I kind of ran out a bit of time, uh, out of time with this, so some of them I kind of was going to guess and I decided not to. So David James in, in goal. Yeah. Um, was that? after his Liverpool days, wasn't it? So, I don't yeah. know, so he's gone Watford, Liverpool. I don't know how he got to Villa. Um, Alpay, Alpay. Yeah, yeah. Wright. Steve Wright. Steve Wright, that was it, yeah. Steve, yeah. 
No, it wasn't Steve Wright, was it? No. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Steve Wright. That was a little tiny Wright. Oh, what was his name? Ian Wright. Alan Wright. Alan, little Alan Wright. Little Alan yeah. Wright, yeah, yeah. Little tiny Thank you. back. Um, but I Brinkley. think the next player's first name is Steve. Stone. Steve Stone. Yeah. Some guy I've never heard of. Gareth Southgate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Gareth Barry, was it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Paul, Paul Merson. Merce, um, yeah. Um, George Boateng. Boateng, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dion Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, he. I tell you what, he annoys me. He played for Norwich for about <laughs> six months, and he's kind of like, he's like one of their biggest. He's he's almost up there with Huckabee and, and Edie. And then you see him on Homes Under the Hammer, and I just have to turn off now when I see him on that. He, um, he's he still started, one of my favourite programmes. He started with Norwich, didn't he? That was his. That was his very first club. He didn't make. He came through there. Like, I don't even think they had academies in their youth yeah. team. Uh, Lee Hendry. And the last player we're going to mention, and he's got a, a big part in this, uh, Luke Nillis. I think yeah. I might be able to still hear the crack now from 18 years ago. Oh, so, um, Sam, what I didn't realise, I was, I was reading a bit about this this game and events surrounding this game and Luke Nillis, that Town were interested in, um, in buying him before he actually went to Villa. I should, I should imagine in that close, you know, the close season, a couple of months before, I think. He was he was a great player, great player for for Belgium as well. Very sad. Very Mike. early uh, injury. I, I, I couldn't track what back, but in my mind, it was probably first ten minutes. First ten minutes, yeah. Um, everybody can kind of remember the photo, but just to kind of explain it, there was a there was a high ball that that came forward, Wrong. and I think it was either Venus or Horizon challenged the the Villa player. They got to it first, but then kind of back-headed it Drops. and it kind of looped towards the goal so Nillis is running imagine the ball's here he's he running thinking he the ball's it. coming over oh, and then shit. next thing bang right into Richard Wright who clearly is watching the ball as well oh, as yeah, yeah, no, 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 no blame attached to him I mean I think I can remember you know him coming I think it affected him um, for days after right righty for sure I'm pretty sure it did I mean it's, it's just awful when you know he I mean, and I even thinking back then, he, he was down ages, wasn't he? You can tell it's a really bad one. The, ga- yeah. the game was de- delayed for for ten minutes, okay. um, and you know, from what I remember, that it did have. I think it had more of an impact on on us than, than Villa, really. I don't think it was a lot in the game early on. Yeah, no, I think um, I think you're right. Yeah, Ta- um, Town. I've put that they th- we threatened a bit in the first half with very little outcome. Johnson was caught offside. John was caught offside a couple couple of times, and then in the 28th minute. Town player misplaced pass. I think it, it, it finds Darius Vassell, yeah. um, who has at this point probably come on for, for Nilis. Yeah. Um, he passes the ball to Hendry, who's just inside the penalty area, I think, and he just curls his shot around right into the top corner. And it was a it was a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we get into half time, uh losing one nil. Uh nine minutes into the second half. Uh, Dion Dublin, one of the simplest headers you know he's ever going to score from a corner, puts them two nil up. He, he gave it that, then he? he gave it the old. De- oh, I can't get my arms straight. He gave yeah. it to Dion Dublin. Yeah, he did. Um, then what happened was that clearly Burley wasn't very happy, so he brought John McGreal on for for Vino after that that second goal. Um, at this point, Villa have also got Ugo Ekiog on, on, and obviously he. He sadly yeah. passed away yeah, a little yeah. while ago. Um, Stuart and then uh, Rusa come on. 
I think Stewart probably comes on for, for Scowcroft. David Ginola actually comes on in this game yeah. for Villa yeah. for D- Darius Vassell sub, or Darius Vassell. Sub, yeah. sub got sub, didn't he? I yeah. love that. Sub got sub. sub. Got, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then in the 88th minute, um, oh no, Scowcroft's still on the pitch. He, he headed it down and into the into the penalty area and, and Stewart finished from five yards. That was the first goal from a town striker that season. Um, that was only our fourth league game, but yeah, one-one, drawn one, lost to twenty-two thousand and sixty-five. There. Yeah, and I mean a really big goal, isn't it? Um, it's Stewart. So Stewart comes comes on for Johnson. Johnson, as you say, a bit frustrating. You know, being caught offside. I can't remember us really creating too much until then. And that's the goal that sets Stewart off and running, isn't it? A very important goal. And oh, we know the re- again. We know the rest. He goes on to score nineteen goals, high scoring Englishman, isn't he? In the in, in the Premier League. Um, and again, that that I remember the aftermath of that game. So you know, all horrified by the Nilis injury, but you know, another loss. I think um, was our fifth game. So by that time, we'd we'd beaten Sunderland. I think we'd won one, drawn one, and lost three. And yeah. I think you're there thinking, yeah, it's going to be you know, it's going to be tough. And coming up the very next week was Leeds away, of course. And you think, you know, this is going to be really tough. And then it all, in some way, Stuart getting that goal and it just all. Yeah, was not the catalyst because we lost the game, but we know what happened. I think we covered the Leeds game before, and it all just kicked on from there. But I think very important. Stewart comes on, comes comes on, scores that goal. I think the next very next home game, I believe, was Arsenal, where he scores a goal off his shoulder or whatever it is, and he's off and running, isn't he? Exactly, and, and he Can't never stop. looked back that season. Can't stop, yeah, incredible. So we're now going to go to an era. Um, I think if they would probably say that you know th- this is old school. Pete Tong, if he was. Is he still around? I don't know if Pink Tong oh, Pete Tong's still around. All going to be Pete Tong. So we're going back to Saturday, the 11th of September, 1982. It's a mm-hmm. three o'clock kickoff. Um, Bobby Ferguson is in the, the home dugout. Obviously, the, the start of probably what game are we talking about? Is his fifth game of the season or fifth game as manager? Yeah. 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 It, um, and, still, without, still without a win, I think. And I don't think we'd won yet, had we? No. Um, but yeah, so the the record before that was um, yeah we we'd drawn three and lost one before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were away at Old Trafford. Uh, mm-hmm. Ron Atkinson was in goal. Um, that's when he wasn't a racist. I think I think you might not say he's not a racist, but I think um, Ron Atkinson was in goal just to kind of let you know, just to put a bit of context here. Um, big game of the day certainly was match of the was match of the day. You know. Ipswich and Manchester United finished second and third. Huge game. In, yep. in 80-81. And yep. what actually was actually bigger in this game was that um, Mick Mills played his 732nd appearance for town. He only went on to make 741. So he was right Close. at the twilight of his career. And apparently he was due the, the night before to meet Manchester City um, to discuss a deal. But that didn't materialise. Um, so he didn't see them. And then he was also left out, and I can't believe this, he was also left out of Bobby Robson's first England squad. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, um, I, think they played, I think they played Denmark um, yeah. through 2-2, I think. Yeah, because I think, I believe Osman played, I think the centre-halves that night, Rosman and Butcher. Maybe it been Osman, no, it couldn't have been Osman's debut. No, I don't think it was. But yeah, um, yeah, it was controversial. The... Yeah, that um, Mills, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll go, go through go the team. It. So it's Cooper, I mean, the, you know, this is the sort of team that if you're lying asleep that this team will just come to you you know basically so it's cooper burley mills butcher osmond tyson walk mccall mariner brazil and gates 
the eagle-eyed or eagle-eared amongst you, um, do we, we said that last year, do eagles have ears? I'm guessing they do. But yeah, the eagle-eyed would have noticed that Arnold Muram wasn't playing. Um, and you'll see why in a minute. So if we go through the United team, there was Gary Bailey, Mike Duxbury, Arthur Olston, Ray Wilkins, Kevin Moran, Gordon McQueen, Brian Robson, Arnold Muran, Frank Stapleton, Steve Koppel, and this young 17-year-old who was... Yeah, brilliant in the in the World Cup for Northern Ireland. It was it was Norman Whiteside. So to put it in perspective here, um, I looked at those two teams. Yeah. So every one of United starting eleven, full international, every single one. The only two non-international players of then or future international players. I'm pretty sure United all by that time all their players had played full internationals. Obviously, on the Ipswich side was, as we've covered before, Paul Cooper and um, Steve McCall, who obviously went on to win t- under 21 and probably under 23 yeah. it was then as well. Never got a full cut. So 20, 20 of the 22 players were full internationals. <laughs> Sky Just, Sports would, would be having this be, in UHD with, without a doubt. It would be the big Sunday game at four o'clock. One thing that passed me by, Gary Bailey. So he's a foot. Did he what, play for England? Yeah. Come. Yeah. In Gary my Bailey mind, it was always Oh no, Gary Bailey had Gary Bailey certainly played for England. Um, I want to say once or twice, and perhaps very, very minor internationals, and went to. Um, I'm sure he went to the '82 World Cup as as the third goalkeeper. Pretty sure he did. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There you go. I'll have to, I'll have to go back and watch the old um, video of uh, We're On Our Way to see if he's there singing in the oh, background. I'm pretty sure with those, uh, with those nicely, uh, nicely V-neck red and blue pu- pullovers, I believe they yeah. called them. Yeah. Have you still got one? Because I've got one. Mm, nice. I got, I play, what do you think I play golf in? <laughs> Anyway, um, we got to the second minute before the, the wonder kid uh, Whiteside scored. Uh, there was a cross from Arthur Olberston on the, on the left, plays it into the penalty area. The ball's bouncing around a little while. Mills clearly disappointed that Man City didn't, uh, you know, answer yeah. his mobile phone call the night before. Do you know um, what? I've watched, after because you send the game, so, and I, yeah. you, there's obviously footage of this on YouTube. And I've got to say, for that goal, Mills really didn't cover himself in glory, really, with that. And you think, oh, is his mind elsewhere? Or, or you know, perhaps that's what Ferguson's seen. Oh, he's, he's lost a bit of his edge. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, you know, like, like you say, it was a 
poor clearance and white sides <laughs> on it straight away yeah, and and um the first time shot from the penalty spot and it, yeah. it's one nil so i think you know when you go to old trafford and you're, you're one nil down after two minutes it's always going to be quite tough but i mean the, the thing is that after that um town kind of came into it and we get to the, the just after the half hour mark there's a ball into the penalty area by burley Gates is really strong. He's got, I don't know who he's got, like, Olberston behind him. You know, Gates is, was a little guy, and he's just standing there thinking, there's no way you're pushing me over. If you're going to push me over, I'm going to win a penalty. In a very wide arse, Gates. Yeah. Get his arse in, and yeah. That's how he wants me, penalty. That's exactly. So I think, you know, that, that United are uh, concerned at that point. He, he then gets down to the wing, and he, he plays a, uh, down to the byline, plays a low cross in. Um, McQueen has uh, had the chance to, to clear, and... Um, Mariner picks up the scraps from about about two yards. For any of our, our younger viewers and listeners, um, Gordon McQueen's got a very famous daughter, Dave. You... She, he certainly has, yeah. Um, yeah, well, not young. Yeah, not so young. Hayley from Sky Sports, of course. Yeah, are you saying she's not young now? Uh, well, so, uh, she must be. Sure, all, she must be mid-30s. It's all relative, it's all relative to me. It's all yeah. relative. I'm sure she must be mid-30s, I guess. Um, Sorry, Hayley, that, I'm done yeah, I'd say that. Because obviously she'll listen. Uh, she 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 texted me the other day and said, you know, are you going to talk Hales. about the United game? My mate, um, did she say my mate Natalie tells me that this is a podcast I should be following, of course. Yeah. Oh, she, she yeah. loves it. Although, yeah. you know, at one point, I think, you know, she got a bit annoyed with you and Ben talking about Scuggless and stuff. And that uh, kind of turned her off a little bit. Yeah. Town had several chances at 1-1 to take the lead. And you, I think you're right, Dave. If you look on YouTube, it's about a 13 or 14 minute video. Yeah, it's clip. good, man. It's, it's clearly it's the main match watch. on, on yeah. menu, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get to, um, so uh, still 1-1, uh, just over 17 minutes to go. Uh, United score. Wilkins, uh, he finds himself in the middle of the park with the ball, and he has a 30-yard shot. As he hits it, it kind of comes off the back of um, Walk's calf, yeah. and it loops up in the air. It's one of those difficult ones. You know, Everybody's looking up in the air. When, where is it going to land? Um, basically, Cooper kind of came and and then stopped and Cobble then just nipped in and fired it in and I don't know about you but if if Paul Hurst was was in charge of Ipswich that day then then Cooper would would have been on the bench the next game I think <laughs> Laurie you know? would have been back in Laurie Silver yeah. would have been eight, yeah he'd still be there yeah Laurie Laurie would have been back in going without a doubt yeah yeah and one of my favorite things then then happens you know one of these odd little things that we kind of you forget about it over the period of time, but then town make a substitution, which is not the most exciting thing, but it's Mish DeVray. He, oh, he yeah. comes on for like Steve McCall. Yeah. Um, and it was only possible for him to, to come on the pitch because uh, Ipswich had sold or, you know, Muren had gone to Manchester United and the, the FA or FIFA or UEFA had this strange uh, yeah. rule that you can only play two foreigners. So when Tyson and Muren were, were playing, incredible, isn't it? McCall it's incredible. Had, uh, had to sit out. I didn't appreciate that. I must admit, I didn't fully appreciate that till till I saw the highlights of this game. And and thinking, obviously, the season or two before, you know, 80, 81, and the season before, this is 82, wasn't it? 81, 82. So there, there, there must have been games when because he was sub a lot. So there must have been games when Murren and... Or maybe not. Maybe O'Callaghan would have been sub, you know. So when Murren and Tyson were both in the side, um, they're never going to take Murren and Tyson off if they're fit. So I guess Robson would have had to, or Ferguson would have had to... Well, Robson... Yeah, yeah, Robson. um, Yeah, would have probably had to put O'Callaghan or someone else on the bench, Robin Turner, Tommy Parkin, and not risk having DeVray and Casey had to come on for... for So, yeah, I I didn't fully appreciate that until I saw him trot on. 
didn't Dan Vray actually um, become an English citizen or something around that he, time? I think he perhaps did, yeah. I think yeah, so whether did, he just after, thought... After Moon had... Um, after Murin had gone, maybe um, he could see there might be a possible influx of further foreign players. But thinking about it back then, I guess who would have been our next foreign player? We would have got him probably a couple of seasons Zondervan. later. Zondervan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's quite an extreme measure to take to get into the first team, isn't it? That actually yeah. I'm gonna, you know, um, sell my allegiance to another country <laughs> so I can I can get in. And yeah, um, you, do you know what? At the end of the day, with Devray, I mean, he was never going to play in front of Marin and stuff. But when Marin left, I, I want to say he had a reasonable town career without uh, one of these odd players, Devray, a reasonable town career without ever being a nailed on regular. If you know what I well, mean? I'll tell you what, because then, because then. I suppose after he did get in the side, after Mariner went, what, a season or so later, then obviously perhaps a season after that, when DeVray, I guess, was still there, we got Kevin Wilson, who was yeah. jockey, who was prolific, wasn't he? Brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah, um, he was great. So, yeah, I don't think, I think DeVray was almost prom- always promised much, but I'm not saying he didn't deliver, just never quite nailed down a place, you know? I'll tell you what, what we'll do when it's his birthday, and let's hope that his birthday is in between <laughs> August and, and, and early May, then yeah. we'll cover it. If not, we'll, we'll just cover him one, one week. I think yeah. you're right. There, there's, a lot, there's a lot to talk about him. Yeah. Just finishing up this game. Uh, so with five minutes to go at Old Trafford. We're 2-1 down. Um, Brian Robson sets up the, the, the winner, effectively the winner for uh, United. Um, Whiteside receives the ball That's just inside the goal. penalty area. And I tell you yeah. what. He, 17. You, you like you said, Chips it over, you know. Osman is coming out, going in a little bit for the for the tackle, sliding yeah. in a little bit, but he chips over Osman and, and Cooper into the back of the net, and it's three one. Well, yeah, he was a player. I mean, and but for injuries, my God, I mean, he had terrible, terrible injuries, and just never, obviously. Well, we oh, Christ, he played at a world. Did he probably played at two World Cups? Did uh, were Northern Ireland in '86? I think they might have been, um, but never ever fulfilled. What I mean, he'd have been a Barcelona player for Christ's sake, wouldn't he? Well, Christ, he's playing for Man United, but like Mark Hughes, he went to Barcelona. Yeah, um, yeah he'd, have, he'd have been a Barcelona player, probably. Some, yeah, he was, yeah, well, he had the body and the physique of a, you know, a seasoned professional at 16, 17, didn't he? Incredible player. What a player. Sounds, sounds like you were a big favourite of him. Yeah, he's a great um, player. Great player. Just a little tidbit before we move on. Um, so the next game that Town played after after this match, they were off to the Stadio Olimpico um, for the UEFA Cup first round tie at, yeah. against AS Roma. Yeah, yeah. Those were the days. Those were. I mean, they got stuffed over there, 3-0. But I think, I, I did, again, did a bit of check and I vaguely remembered this, but they still didn't, didn't so even the league game after that, they didn't win. But they, um, I'd say they got their season off to, to a um, like up and running two weeks later when they won 6-0 at Notts County. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if if you look at it, the, 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 this season, like I said, there were forty. There are only forty. Well, I say only forty-three thousand. You know, Old Trafford. When you watch it on there, the Stratford end look, looks great. That but was you know, probably round about not far short of capacity then. Yeah. yeah. At, at the end of the game, uh, we, that was our fifth league, league game. We hadn't won any. We'd drawn three. We'd lost mm-hmm. two. So that's three points, as as Ben would say, and we were in twenty-first place. Yeah, I mean, and, and don't forget the previous two seasons, we'd finished. Second, second, yeah, yep. um, and probably what 1983, I don't know, maybe a bit less than that, but certainly top five. So, this was the one, so obviously, Robson's now gone, and this was it. This is a season where certainly later on that season, I think 
Brazil goes to Tottenham. Ultimately, Brazil ends up at Man U. And I think, yeah, it's a season later than, than we lose. Obviously, Walk and Mariner and Tyson. Tyson certainly goes after the end of that season. And it all starts to well fall apart, as, as, as we know, you know. But well, it, I think we ran, I think we still had a half-decent season, as we would with a team there, and finished, um, I think we finished like, I think we finished ninth. Something yeah, like I was going to say, just inside the top 10, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Great number one. A... Have you got the number one? Great number one. Oh, I, I tell you what, I, f- I forgot the number one this oh, week. Oh, great My number goodness, one. All I'll say to you, all I'll say to you, give I'll me, a, you give me a one. simple clue. All I'll say to you is um, Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Dun, 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 Is it um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes, the one. Yeah. That is the one. Time Warp. Yeah. Was that number one? Time Warp was number one. No, it's I the Tiger stats. I don't, I the tiger. I don't know about no, you, but nobody's picked up on this. But I think having I the Tiger played before sports events, maybe like boxing or other things when people are coming in, would be that would lift the crowd. Yeah, why don't they do that? Who sang I the Tiger? Who sang I the Tiger? I the Tiger was sung by Survivor. Survivor. Wow. There you go. I, I, my, 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 my honest, my first guess, if you'd have said that, I'd have said probably the birdie song. What? That, what I've was number one? It. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why that was like two four years, years before. Two yeah, years some, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but good number one. However, not as good as the number one on our last game, which is so a classic. Our, our last game. So it's the it's the 81-82 season. It, you know, not your favourite season. We all know that you like 1980-81, but you know, 81-82. This yeah. is very close. Um, basically, uh, well, mm-hmm. no, no, let's go for it. So it's 3 p.m. kickoff. It's a Saturday. Uh, 27,603 fans turn up to watch uh, Bobby Robson's Itswich entertain Bob Paisley's Liverpool. So um, set, set, further set the scene, I think. This yeah. ultimately, and I think perhaps people you know, almost knew, this was, Robson's, this was Robson's last season. So England were going into a World Cup. Um, uh, in, in Spain, the 82 World Cup at the end of that season. Obviously, Ron Greenwood's in charge. And I think, you know, it's pretty common knowledge that Greenwood, that, that you know, that was going to be Greenwood's last World Cup and he was going to hand over to someone else. And Robson had been in the frame before. So ultimately, as it turned out, this was Robson's last season as manager. Uh, the, the team, almost identical to what we, we just discussed in the Old Trafford game. Cooper, Mills, McCall, Osmond, Butcher, Tyson, Walk, Muran, Mariner, Brazil, and Gates. Yeah, the only yeah the only thing there. McCall was in um, as a previous season. Um, Burley had done his cruciate ligament at Shrewsbury in the FA Cup, so he obviously wasn't wasn't back in those days. He wasn't quite back fit, (laughs) back fit yet. I think he he was back before Christmas. I'm pretty sure, but not back fit yet. So McCall, that's the side in it. That is the team. McCall just swap McCall. That's that's a great team. McCall was not a shabby player either, but Burley, as we know, was a. Rolls Royce of a left back, a right back. However, the Liverpool side is ridiculous. Well, um, Bruce Grobelar, <laughs> yeah. Phil Neal, Alan Kennedy, yeah. Phil Thompson, yeah. Ray Kennedy. At that time, I don't know if you remember, but the Liverpool defence, you basically had to have a first name of Phil or a surname of Kennedy. But they didn't go for Phil Kennedy. No, they didn't. No. no. Um, so, yeah, we've got Phil Neal, Alan Kennedy, Phil Thompson, Ray Kennedy, Alan Hansen. Kenny Dugleish, Kenneth. Sammy Kenneth Lee, Dug- Kenneth Dugleish, as I put. 
Oh my goodness! Just as a breaking news for you, Dave. So I've got my notes on the i on my iPad, and Burt yeah. Reynolds has died. No, no, not Burt Reynolds. Eighty-two. Wow, mate. I think I think that thinking knowing the odd stories of Burt Reynolds, I think he I think he enjoyed life. I believe. I think he. Um, I mean, safely say, old Burt put it about a bit. Let's say. Oh, I tell you what. I remember it was. I think around September eighty-one. He just finished recording the the Cannonball Run. And he actually said, oh, you know, I want to go to a, to an Ipswich game. And he went to this game, I think. Oh, what a link stat. How did you This say? is carrying on. Um, Bruce, Sammy right. Lee, he's small, yeah. he's ground, he bounces on the ground. Um, yeah. David Johnson, Mark One. Terry McDermott. Scorer great of tash. great goals. And Graham Souness. Great Tash. Oh. And a good, and an half-decent sub as well. Craig, Craig um, Johnston. In, inventor of the Adidas Predator. And all, yeah, but probably in my mind, more famous for doing a, a bit of singing on the Anfield rap. He did indeed. He did yeah. Indeed. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean, what a side. Um, well, you, we go through the game. I'll tell you how good a side as it turned out. Again, we were mugged, mugged off again for the league. But go on, just by yeah. sheer Liverpool brilliance as it turns out. But go 15, on. 15 minutes into it, I th- you know, the town take the lead. Phil... Neil scores an own goal. Tyson's cross is, is headed into his yeah, own net. I can't comedy. remember this goal. A bit of a goal. comedy one, that one. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. So that that's 15 minutes. We're 1-0 we're up. Um, we go into halftime, uh, still 1-0. One, one and then in the second half, Phil Thompson's misplaced pass is, is picked up by Brazil, who is, I like, I like the word, is hauled down by Hanson. Man-handled. Yeah. 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 And walk Steps up, tucks away the penalty. Town's first win over Liverpool in five years. Yeah, we just couldn't, we just couldn't beat him. So five years, so yeah. I mean, what? A, just look at the side; is ridiculous. And just, just looking through that side, so Terry McDermott was funny. Some of the goals, <laughs> some of the goals Terry McDermott scored. I think he might well be the only player that's actually scored. And someone maybe Hoddle did. I can't remember. And actually, back in the day, scored two match of the day goal of the season. Um, one was, I think, I believe it was goal of the season, the chip in FA Cup semi-final against Everton. Yeah. And another one was that ridiculous one at Tottenham in the cup quarter final when he tees it up oh. and volleys it in from about 50 yards. <laughs> Probably 40. What a I've, player. I've got Super. the programme here. Oh, mate. That's, we're playing, that's McCall, isn't it? Playing Sunderland. Sunderland. First yeah. game of the season, that season. Drew 3-3. 3-3, yeah. We were 2-0 down. Came oh. back to Possibly, yeah. I remember yeah. we drew three-three. I remember the game. But no, yeah. going, going back yeah, to um, Terry McDermott, it said that he was named as uh, he'd been named PFA Player of the Year yeah. and um, Football Writers Footballer of the Year. Just outstanding. Well, at the, so 1979, 80. This was 81, 82. Yeah. Um, hang on, no, 81, 80. Oh, that. So what? That for what season? 79, 80. It doesn't say. It could, could have been the previous season because previous season was obviously Tyson, was Tyson and John Walk, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, you, you're, you're forcing me now to to embarrass the the, the program editors the because it wrong. does say um, Terry McDermott. Um, McDermott's career reached an incredible peak last year when he was named as the PFA, and he wasn't. It wasn't last year because no, so think, this I was the season before. Yeah, yeah, yeah last um, year. The three, yeah. We, so just having a quick look through the programme, and I was pleased to see that we do have a mascot, and we have a photo of the mascot, which yes. we can show now. come on. So I'm going to try and someone. Him. Do we know him? There oh, he is. He looks familiar. What's his name, yeah. Stat? His name, I can tell you where he lives as well. Um, <laughs> or where, yeah. 
Uh, so he's six years Ipswich. old. They're never from Ipswich. He's old. He's how old? Six. It's not a six-year-old, is it? I'm not having that. You sure he's not reading it upside down? He's not nine, is he? Yeah, that's definitely a six. I'm not having that. Can I just show it to producer Ben? Ben, producer Ben, how old is this boy? He's a mascot. (laughs) Yeah, the program's saying that he's six. Find that hard to believe, but let me tell you a little bit about he's this. Six in that, that makes him about 110 now. <laughs> he, he's he's been shaving already, I think. Oh mate, this go far. on anyway. Um, go on. He's six-year-old Nicholas Moon, M O N. Nick Moon. Yeah, of 59 Oak Hill, Hosley, Woodbridge. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nicholas, whose favourite town player is striker Paul Mariner. Good, good choice. Um, he attends Hosley School and will be wearing the special Adidas replica kit of shirt, shorts, and stockings, cool, which yeah. he will keep as a souvenir of the day. Do you reckon he still wears stockings now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is from Hosley Bay Colony. Um, so yeah, pro- if if you know, oh, on, um, he, he probably looks about 140 now. If that's what that's he looked what like when he was six, <laughs> Nicholas Moon. Come on, someone can help us. <laughs> Um, it would be great to speak, you know, get a mascot on and we could talk to them about what he remembers. Um, not a lot else in the program that jumped out at me. There was a youth focus about Dale Brooks. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he um, went on to, he was from like Lower Stoff. I think he went on to manage Lower Stoff Town, something like that yeah. in yeah later years. Yeah. Big shock was, I mean, you look Go at on. the program and Ariston, washer dryer back in 1981. Cost Two hundred and eighty. Wow! Wowzers! Bloody, would you get one? There's a little, little bit about, That's about Arnold. Grand. That's about a grand today. Yeah, Arnold Muren oh, yeah. in the middle, but with a little bit about uh, rally, the little rally bikes. They took an advert in the middle, which I liked. Cool. Like um, that. And then we've got a big thing about the inside story with Mel Henderson. Um, oh, and mate, Mel. there's news that Town had pipped Manchester United in the race to sign. Uh, Schoolboy International Shearer. It was actually Declan Shearer, and oh, he was an Irish schoolboy. Oh, right. Yeah. Never, don't think he ever amounted to anything. No, Mick Mills had done his favourite um, bit. There's, there's a bit about you get some free razors if you buy some oil at the petrol station, oh, yeah. which is kind of <laughs> I, standard. I use, I use them now. Do they have any um, old... I usually have Ron Ellis in there with old games from the past. Oh, I've got this bit. Do you remember... Ah, John Ellsworthy that John Ellsworthy but my favourite bit um, well actually there's two bits so we've got um, what was on at the cinema now at this point we only had two cinemas they were the ABC thank you yeah and they had a double bill and you can tell me what the second film is in the double bill so the first one was Every Which Way But Loose that's one of my favourite films so the second that must have been on re-release that was out earlier would be Any Which Way You Can any which way you can, a double yeah. A. What does yeah. double A mean? Um, light parental guidance type yeah. thing, double A, yeah. I and think so. So we've got a flashback, Ron Ellis's flashbacks, so you can oh, see. go on. But let's go to the the other cinema, because I don't think you went to the ABC cinema. I think you were at the Gaumont. Yeah, I know what, I know what you're going to say. I know on the 13th of September, they, 1981. They weren't averse to showing racy films there, racy. Did, did you go ever on. see... Ultra Vixens, <laughs> um, and that was followed. It was a double bill by 
Super Vixens. <laughs> no, never saw it at the cinema. But I, I, I noticed in the crossword, I hadn't done the crossword, but I noticed in the crossword one of the greatest clues ever. So can you guess it, right? Six letters, um, you know, and it is. Def- this is the clue. We go, we're not, I noticed it because it went on for quite a long time. Defender who sounds as if he should have been with the Lions, but was actually with the Tigers until he joined the Wolves. <laughs> What's that about? So, to, so, defense, so, so you went from Millwall to Hull to Wolves, did he? Well, I'll tell I you what, if, you've, if you've cracked their code... I think I might have done. Uh, no, no idea. Who, uh, we, uh, I guess they don't give the answers, do they? I'm going to have to get next week. The, the following week. You've got to go upstairs and get following week's program. In, in, but, in the loft. To, and there, there's a standard um, Bell's Whiskey uh, advert. There's no substitute for Bell's Whiskey. I, I, I beg to differ. There's quite and, a lot of substitutes. Mick, Mick McNeil still advertising on the bottom? Yeah, yeah. of course it is. It was Mick, a ref that day, Stat. They're usually well known refs about that time. The, um, I was going to say S. Saka of Ipswich, but then I realised that they were the match ball. Yeah. Yeah, So the official today was Mr. Ray Lewis. Not he who used to uh, play for the Baltimore Ravens. Not that Ray Lewis, but... Oh, not Ray. Not Ray from the Baltimore Ravens. He had a great name for a referee. uh, A great place where he lived from a referee. He came from... This was got to mention. Great Bookham. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry? You knew that he was from Great Bookham. Yeah, I did, yeah. Ray Lewis, yeah. That was, you could at that least let of... me say the joke. Sorry, mate. It was football triv, isn't it? Of course you know that. This season, can right. I just finish he, with... Was he married and did he have any children, if you know him so well? <laughs> I reckon, yes, he's married. I reckon he had... Uh, I reckon he had uh, Mr. Rab- I reckon he had a boy and a girl. I reckon he had yeah. two kids. You're wrong. He had a girl. Close. Oh, hang Close. on. Uh, his wife is pregnant, so you, you could have been right. <laughs> Can I just say, the, the so when I say Ipswich were mugged off this season, they had a reasonable yeah. run after December. So they like played 25, won 17, drew three, lost six. Something, I think I think I've got that right. Um, Liverpool's last 25 games was a bit ridiculous. Played 25. So at Christmas, Liverpool were 12th at Christmas, 12th. Languishing for them. Well, you're right. Just to jump in there, after this game, we were third and they were 17th. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. So by Christmas, they hadn't really done They hauled themselves up to 12th. I think you can safely say they had a pretty impressive post-Christmas run of play 25, 120, drew three, lost two. Oh. <laughs> Who did they lose to? I don't even know. I think Swansea finished quite high up that season and, um, and may have beaten them once. But absolutely bonkers. So any other season with, oh, you know, what, what, what did I say? One, what, 116, 17, drew three, lost seven. That have got you across the line, probably, and in normal oh. circumstances. Tell you what, the season before, if it would have had that run in in 80-81 when Villa won it, they'd have romped home, for God's sake. Just madness, absolutely if, madness. Ifs and buts and maybes, ifs Dave. And but, but what a number one. What a number right. one. What do, you, what do you reckon it was? So, so September. It's a classic. I warn it, it is a classic. Is it anything to do with the uh, police, uh, Sheena Easton, or... No. It's oh. a bit of a it's a bit of a new romantic vibe to it a little bit I think yeah safe to say probably as they all were romantic Duran Duran far off bit bit no not oh Spando Ballet it was not gold by Spando Ballet no, a bit later this is a classic I think even Ben would acknowledge this is a classic it was a, it was a it was a rework of an old Northern Soul tune there you go was it it wasn't Abba no it wasn't Abba shall I what? shall I 
It was Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Oh, Mark Armand. Good, Classic good tune. Three, yeah, I used to have the yeah. 12-inch remix of that. It's an absolute banging tune, isn't it? Absolute banging tune. Tell you what, Stat, enjoyed that this week. Um, a win over the European Cup winners as well, Liverpool, which, as you said, back in the day then was very, very rare. And obviously, I didn't lose many. But that Liverpool sign, I'm sorry, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, well, Probably. You know what surprised me out of all of it was that David Johnson was still playing at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he left us 70, well, just before Mariner came in, so 76. So. Yeah. And, and by that time, it, it, it established himself as, it certainly played for England yeah. um, a few times um, um, during that during that period. Well, he had he obviously made his England debut with Ipswich, but I mean, I mean the midfield is ridiculous. I mean, Ray Kennedy... Um, of Sammy Lee, but yeah. <laughs> Terry McDermott, Graham Souness is well. Kenny Douglas yeah. in there as well. Hanson. Can I, so just to let people know, you know, if they haven't already heard the news, and producer Ben, I, I think he's probably already heard the news, but you know, just the breaking news again that Burt Reynolds has, has died, age eighty-two. Ben. Yeah, he is shocked right now. Yeah, he's well, yeah. you know, no. it's flashed up. Yeah, Burt Reynolds' favorite film that he was in. Um, the the original is it was it the Me Machine the original one when oh, he's in the yeah. when we was in the prison which subsequently was done by was Vinnie Jones wasn't it Vinnie, Vinnie Jones, Jones did one yeah. a slightly different title I think I like him in that obviously smoking the bandit was in smoking the bandit yeah he was in the, and smoking the bandit two and probably smoking the bandit three <laughs> yeah but he was in the Cannibal Run which for me is one of the greatest films and he was also it was also in it was also very much in the um, there you go. It was well, also in very much sad. in the, the very disturbing deliverance as well. A clean shaven yeah. Burt Reynolds. He was. There you go. So, you, no. Is that, oh, Stat's got the call. Stat's got no, the call. So, my son has just come back from training. He's got a new team. He's playing for Witnesham Wasps in uh, the Ipswich ah, Suffolk News League. So, uh-huh. I reckon he's coming back to tell me that in his new position of right wing back, as he's been playing, that he is yet again absolutely shattered. He used to be a forward and basically just stood on the halfway line and didn't really move a lot. And now he's up and down the pitch. So um, I'll catch up with him later. So we're going to move to birthdays. Yeah. Come on. Who we got? Uh, three three birthdays. Um, yep. Two of them quite recent players. Well, they're all fairly recent. So on the 8th of September, Nicky Forster will be 45. Nicky Forster. I like Nicky Forster. Yeah, Only I like him. Season? Uh, yeah, permanent signing. We, we signed him from Reading uh, yeah. when he was on a, on a free transfer. He was there for 2005 to 2006. But his, his time with it, which he was, he was hampered with several injuries and stuff. So he, he only made 22 starts, three subs and eight goals. Then in a mccarthy S sort of transfer, we got him on a free and then sold him uh, the following year. He went to Hull City for 250 grand. Yes, we know. We know. So would we have then got, oh, what's his face in? Sam Parkin? Or am I, is that a bit late? Parkin was, yeah. Oh. Cool. No, he was, just, was, was he around the same season, Parkin? Do you know what? I think I think maybe they may have even played up front together yeah. when, when Forster was fit. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's just doing his best Sam Parkin impression. I'm sure he is. Don't and know. as we all know, Sam Parkin scored all of his goals, all five of them, at Portman Road. Uh, away from Portman Road, yeah. Did. He um, did at Portman Road. Didn't this like next player, Go on. I liked. I liked him a lot. Um, on. on the 9th of September, mm-hmm. Bursant Salina will be 22. 
2017 to 2018, 26 starts, 12 substitutes. What stupid manager would have him as a substitute? Start him, um, scored eight goals. Great Inclu- player. Including goal, several potential goals of the season. I think he could have had his own one like Lawrence the season before, but the goal of the season, was it the one at QP? No, the Leeds, Leeds at home, wasn't it? Leeds at home, yeah. Yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. ten man lead, so wasn't it? Well, it's uh, standard probably. ten man, ten man lead. <laughs> yeah, man. He's road. a Swansea now. He is, yeah, he's regular. He, he seems to be given a bit of a a roving commission at Swansea. It seems to be. Is that right? Ben will probably know that. Yeah, seems to be. Same. I think they're indulging him a bit, as it appears to be. Changes the subject slightly. Um, our Wilder is with. Um, I'll say it quietly. David McGoldrick. Yeah, he's purring at the moment. There. He, <laughs> I think. Um, Selena was an odd one because he scored that brilliant goal at Leeds and then obviously we didn't score forever, did we? For the next like 10 games or whatever it was. And he was never quite the same, was he? I don't know. I, he it's... got he got Mick out of a, a few scraps before it, yeah, it turned Mick, ugly. I always got the impression that Mick, Mick being Mick, just played him because he almost was forced to, do you know what I mean? And that and that all stems from that what happened at Burton, you know, with the crowd and everything. Of course, he comes on and scores the scores that free kick winner. And um, what did he say? <laughs> if they if they keep, um, my wife told me not to do impressions, but I'm just going to go through it now. And the um, Scottish one anyway. Yeah, go on. Um, Eop, if if the fans want to cheer his name, then I'm not bringing him on. That's your Ra- Raoul Mood. I've got some Jenga and some Raoul. I'm, I'm, I'm going to practice that a bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, bonkers. Did you read yeah. about him today? Sorry, going off on a bit of a tangent. Mick McCarthy yeah. again. He's bringing up that game at Brentford. And I've, go, I have put an exaggerated tweet. But, you know, he's talking about 100 players now. And, you know, I just he's turning into like my drunk uncle at the end of a party. Mick, just... Leave right. us alone. We'll leave you alone. Don't It'll paint be, a picture that we're well, worse than we give are. Give it another month, October. Perhaps not this, maybe not this international break. The next one, he'll have a job. Ten games, ten, twelve games in. He'll, someone, he'll have another job. Fingers crossed he has a job with a championship team. Well, he's not going to go to the Premier League, but championship team. And we play them at Portman Road. And you can imagine, Mick will say, I, I, don't, I don't care what you say, Mr. Copper, but I'm going out the front. Yeah, that's a bit Ralmo. I'm going out the front door. And I'm going out the front Oh, no, yeah, it's um, yeah, odd. We got another one. Yeah, the last one. Um, again, linked to um to Mick McCarthy. Um, I don't know if he did much after McCarthy let him go. Um, also on the 9th of September, Jack Marriott is 24. 24. Made his debut for us in 2013. I think that was a way to Burnley, the last match of the season or something. Um, three nil game. Yeah. That was a terrible game. I didn't go up there. I watched it on TV. Parachute is landed on the stand game. No, it wasn't that one. No, no it wasn't. No, no that was a, that was Jordan in charge then, I think. Um, so, yeah, he was there between 2013 and 15 or made, made his first appearance in 2013. He, he only made one start, which was a way to Crawley in the League Cup away in 2014. So it was a League Cup game. Guess we must have lost. Yeah. Um, two substitute appearances, no goals. Several loan spells. He clearly liked Woking and Woking liked him. He was there three times. He was at Gillingham. He was at Carlisle. He was at Colchester. Mick clearly didn't see anything in him. So he released him. Luton picked him up. Um, he scored 22 goals and 79 appearances for Luton. And then Peterborough thought, oh, this is a lad who can score a few goals. So he went to Luton, uh, went to Posh and scored 27 goals in 44 league yeah, appearances. 
I mean, he's got his move, hasn't he? But I don't think he's really, whether he's been fully fit, I don't. I think he's been used very, Ben had probably known him a bit more, been used very sparingly by Derby. Um, we came on he, against us, didn't he? He came on, didn't, I think, last sort of few minutes against us. But I'm pretty sure he hasn't had any starts yet. I mean, Derby are obviously doing quite well now. but um, I don't think he's at the right club for him at this this stage of the, his career. Because like you say, he's behind some really, you know, strong players, you know, Waghorn, Nugent and stuff like that. Players who are going to score goals. And I, I I don't know. I wouldn't mind him at Ipswich. <laughs> yeah, him and him and Jordan Rhodes and Connor Wickham. Yeah, front three, decent. Oh, decent. That would be good. So that wraps up the last birthday. That's it, mate. Fantastic. They're brilliant, yeah. though. Don't, mate, they were great games. And well, I, I must say, Stat um, does a lot of hard work, and he's produced all these brilliant, these brilliant stats, which he, you know, fantastic. Um, and he sends me over these games. I have a choice every week of about a plethora of games. Don't know how many that constitutes. Probably about thirty games from. All, all, all down the, all down the years. So it was easy for me to pick, um, pick these ones. And I apologise for perhaps if I indulged myself this week in some of the games. But I think certainly the Villa game and certainly the, um, the Man U, the, you know, the, the George Best game were fairly, I'd say, critical games in the, in, in, you know, what evolved those particular seasons and future seasons for Town. But um, yeah, well, that should do for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about, any suggestions, let us know on social media um, at Blue Monday ITFC. You can reach me at Twitter at David Diamond 3 Stat, you can reach at ChompX3. Don't forget to hit follow in there and please give us a like at facebook.com stroke Blue Monday ITFC. Um, I think we already mentioned it is International Break Week this week. We're recording this. We're recording this the Thursday after the um, <clears throat> latest derby where we didn't win. Um, but so next week, I guess it could be could be us back again with the very next show stat next, which hopefully will be next Wednesday. Um, yeah. um, and the magnificent Harry from Bath, I assume, will be back doing the preview with Rich or Ben, I guess. Um, the Friday and myself, Ben and. And other will be back doing the flagship show Sunday week. So, great. Lots on. Goodbye. Goodbye from me. Yeah. Cheers, Dave. Thanks, everyone. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.